Hey friends, I'm Melissa Enns, and you have found the Sister Studies Podcast, where you'll find scripture recordings and reflections about being transformed by knowing God. The reflection I'm sharing in this episode is from the video I just shared with the women of my local church about the hope found in knowing our God of hope. I talk about the surprising number of times we find faith, hope, and love mentioned together in the Bible, and I also talk about Diet Coke and Mentos. Curious? Stick around. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back to Sister Studies. Hey friends, welcome back to Sister Studies. I am Melissa Enns and I am so grateful to get to spend some time together with you today as we look into the Word of God, seeking to know and be transformed as we know our God of hope and as we are as we experience his divine power, his divine goodness, his divine love for us. So this is the reflection where I'm going to be talking about the the things that I've been learning and remembering as I have been listening to a long list of verses about hope and our God of hope. And if you wanted to listen to those verses with me, you can go to sisterstudies.melissaends.com and you can find the video. It's also on YouTube. And you can also find the podcast recordings if you just want to listen to it. So the video will have the verses where you can read along with them. And then the uh, podcast recordings, it's exactly the same, but one of them has music, one of them doesn't. And those are for just listening. You can also hear at sisterstudies.melissaends.com. You can also find a copy of the verses in case you want to print them out and look at them more closely at kind of at your own pace. So as we look at these verses together, I first want to ask you a question. I want you to think for a moment, how might Diet Coke and Mentos be related to hope? What might they have to do with hope? I'll tell you at the end what Diet Coke and Mentos, what I think they have to do with hope. So Today, we are going to be talking about who God, our God of hope, who he says he is and what he says he will do. And we're going to be talking about how faith, hope, and love are related, how they tie together, and how do we respond to all of this um, information about God and hope. And then what about the P's? If you have been around watching sister studies, um, listening, you will remember that I have this whole list of P words that start with P that I've said we will experience as we know God more. So we'll get to that at the end too. So before we really get into looking at these scriptures together, I want to stop to pray. Father God, thank you that we can study your word together, that even when we are not all together in one place physically, that because of this day and year and decade that we live in, that we can study your word together at different times and in different places. And what an amazing gift, God, what an amazing thing. 
and how amazing that your word that was written centuries, millennia ago is still speaking to us today. We have the modern technology, but Lord, your ancient solid word, which is where we find our hope. And so I thank you, God, that we get to look at your word that has stood the test of time and will stand for all eternity today. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will bless us as we spend this time seeking you, God, through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So first question, who is our God of hope and what does he say he will do? So if you look at the first verses on this list of um, verses about knowing our God of hope, you'll see that first of all, God is, you know, it refers to God as the God of hope in Romans 15, 13. And it says that he will fill us with all joy and peace as we believe in him. So he's the God of hope that is full. I believe he is full of joy and peace and he wants to fill us with joy and peace and that he has power. The Holy spirit has power. So he's, we can put our hope in God because he has power. And in Psalm 146, five and six, it talks about him Um, Blessed are those whose help is in the God of Jacob or is the God of Jacob. So he is our helper and he is the maker of heaven and earth. We talked in the spring about knowing God is our creator. And here we see that again, that um, he, our help and our hope is the maker of heaven and earth and that he remains faithful forever. Psalm 33 tells us that he watches over those who fear him. And that doesn't mean like those who are afraid, scared, like you might be of, um, I really mean scary principal at school or a parent that is, um, has anger issues or something, but the Lord watches over those who fear as in respect and understand the greatness and, the power that he has and that we, um, we would reverence, have reverence for God and, um, that he watches over us, that his love is unfailing, that he is our hope, our help and our shield. He protects us. His name is holy. His unfailing love surrounds us. He, in Psalm 130, it talks about, um, him exhibiting loyal love and him being more than willing to deliver. And which reminds me of what we learned about knowing God as our deliverer back in the spring as well. And Jeremiah 29 talks about God knowing the plans that he has, the good plans to prosper us that he has and to give us hope and a future. And And so it makes me, it makes me think, um, though about why, why is, why is it so hard to cling to hope? Um, in Lamentations three here, it says again, that the Lord's loyal kindness never ceases. His compassions never end. His faithfulness is abundant. He is good. 
Um, we can wait for deliverance from him. He is our portion, all these things. So why would we ever struggle with hope or hopelessness? Um, cause we do, right. We can look at this list of all of these ways that we, um, all these truths about God, and yet we can still struggle with hope. Um, just a little bit ago, before I came out here to work on this video, I perhaps we could say I made the mistake of looking, um, looking at the news on my computer and wow, it's bad. The stuff that is going on in the world, the stuff that is going on in our country, it's, there is some bad, scary stuff that is happening. And where's our hope? Because it seems like it just keeps getting worse, right? There, it just seems like there's more and more bad news. So where is our hope? And I, you need to know that this, this verse here, Lamentations 3, 21 to 26, you know, it starts off saying, but this I call to mind, therefore I have hope because right before this verse, he has just said, the writer of this book called Lamentations, because he's lamenting the state of um, things for the people of Israel. He has just finished talking about all of the really horrible things, how it feels like God has abandoned them. And in verse, the verse right before this, he says, I continually think about this and I am depressed. So the writer of this, these verses was acknowledging that the circumstances around them were awful. And yet he knew that when he found himself continually thinking about all of the bad news that was going on, even when it felt like God had abandoned them, that continuing to think about all of that would just keep him depressed. And so he was actively calling to mind these things that God's loyal kindness never ceases, that his compassions never end, and that every morning God's faithfulness and his mercies are new to us. And that was where he found his hope. So when we start to lose our sense of stability because our world has been turned upside down, whether it's on a global or a national or a local or just your family level, we can find our hope and our stability in the Lord as we patiently wait for him to deliver us. And so I, I want to take a minute to talk a little bit about this, how faith, hope, and love tie together, how they work together, because I think that it's important. It's, I have, um, I have wondered for a long time, actually, it's been hard to kind of put my finger on what is the difference anyway, between faith and hope, because they both seem like they have to do with trusting God and, you know, believing that he's going to be faithful, that he's going to take care of us. And so what, what is the difference anyway? 
And I don't know, don't, don't take this absolutely as the answer, but what I think is that it has to do with the present and the future. So um, in Micah 7, 7 here, it talks about watching and hope for the Lord and waiting for God. I love the word hope in Spanish is esperanza or the verb to hope is esperar. And it means it's the same word. Esperar means to hope. And it also means to wait. And I believe that hoping has to do with waiting. It has to do with something that hasn't happened yet. And it even talks about that. I think it might be in Hebrews. I didn't put the verse on there, but it talks about how um, somewhere like where it says, who hopes for what he's already received? Hope is about something that we don't have yet. And so I think that hope has to do with the future and faith, I believe is it's what we are believing now, what we are trusting now. And it relates to the future because faith, our faith helps to give us hope for the future. And we can't really have hope that's going to be solid without faith because faith is the foundation. It's what we believe. And Hebrews 11 verse one here says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So faith is, is our confidence. It's what we believe about what we hope for. And it says here, without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Faith is also what God asks of us. And I don't know if you've ever noticed this before. Um, I believe these first two verses from first Corinthians 13 are quite, uh, very recognizable to most people who have spent a lot of time in church where it says, you know, love never gives up, never loses faith is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance, this famous passage about love. And now these three remain, it ends um, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. But had you ever noticed that there in verse seven, it talks about love and how love never loses faith and how love is always hopeful. So it's got those three together there. And in 13, 13, faith, hope, and love. But then also in Colossians 1, 5, it says your faith and love have arisen from the hope laid up for you in heaven. And then in Romans 5 verses 1, oh, I guess that's 2 through 5, not 1 through 5. It says because of our faith, God has brought us into this place into where we have access to God. And it talks about when we are going through difficulties that we can rejoice and endurance develops strength of character, which strengthens our hope. And this hope doesn't lead to disappointment because we know how dearly God loves us. So again, we see faith and hope and love together. And then there's more. Just wait. There's more. First Thessalonians 1 Thessalonians 1.3 says, we remember before our God and Father, your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. And then 1 Thessalonians 5.8 says, but since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled and put on 
the armor of faith and love and a helmet of the hope of salvation. So we see these three faith, hope, and love together in several different places in the new Testament. And I think it's because faith is what helps us have hope for the future, which even if hope is a little bit hard and vague to describe, we know when we've lost it, don't we? We know when we are feeling hopeless and discouraged because because we can't see how things are going to get better. So faith helps us hang on to hope. But our faith is not just in some vague, optimistic, oh, everything is somehow going to be fine. Our faith is grounded and rooted in God's love. Ephesians 3 talks about being rooted and established in love. And I believe that that is where our faith is grounded. And um, right here it says in Ephesians 3, in Ephesians 3, 16, I pray that according to the wealth of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner person so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. So that because you have been rooted and grounded in love, you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the, basically the immensity of God's love so that we can know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that we can be filled up with God. Now to him who by the power that is working in us is able to do far beyond all that we ask or think to him be glory, which sounds to me like hope. God is able to do more than we can ask, more than we can imagine. And that's what, where we get, what we get to hope for is that as we trust him, as our faith is rooted in God's love that we believe in, as we believe that God's loves, God loves us, we will have hope. So how do we respond to this good news? We rejoice in hope. We endure. We don't give up in our suffering and we persist in prayer. We keep going back to God. We don't just trust that God is out there somewhere and that he's going to work everything out. We go to him. We get into his presence. We talk to him all the time. We remember that he is always with us, that we don't have to go someplace far away to find God, but that we are always in God's presence and God's Holy spirit. If we are his children, his Holy spirit is with us. So we go into, we pay attention to, we, and remember that we are in God's presence and we trust him and we hold tightly to the hope that we confess or affirm because God can be trusted to keep his promises. So what about what about all those peas? So again, here I have said that as we seek God and as we know him more, we will experience more of his presence, pleasure, purity, promises, peace, perfection, perspective, plan, purpose, power, provision, protection, perseverance, and patience. And I think that what we need to remember is that God wants to help and guide us. And he wants to teach us to walk with him. He wants to give us hope. 
And, but that it's not apart from him. It's through relationship with him, with God, walking with God, remembering his presence, remembering that he is with us, that that's where all these good things come from. That's where we get the perseverance to not let go of our hope and the patience to wait for what God is going to do and where we remember his promises and find that that encourages our hope. So back to the question about Diet Coke and Mentos, you know, right? You've seen what happens when somebody mixes. I've never actually done it, but I've seen lots of YouTube videos where someone, you know, drops Mentos in Diet Coke, and then it makes this big geyser geyser of, you know, this big explosion. And here's what I believe. Here's what I'm picturing. Okay. Your heart that is believing is sort of like the bottle or like the cup and God pours as we believe. So it says here in this verse, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you believe. So we believe we put our hands out and say, okay, God, I believe. And when God fills us with joy and peace, because we are believing him, there is a reaction like Diet Coke and Mentos that causes an overflow of hope because he is the God of hope. So the power of the Holy Spirit can do that for us. And so I just want to close by praying this scripture and then the last few scriptures over you and me as we finish our time here together. Father, God of hope. Come to you with my sisters right now. And I ask that you will fill us with joy and peace as we believe in you, so that our hearts would overflow with hope no matter what is going on around us, no matter what is going on in our world. God, that we would be the hopeful ones that we would be able to share that hope with others because our world needs hope right now. And so I ask God by your power that you would overflow your hope in us. And I ask God, I ask Lord Jesus Christ that you and God our Father who loved us and by grace gave us eternal comfort and good hope that you would encourage our hearts and strengthen us in every good thing that we would do or say as we go from here. God, I pray that you are Father of glory, God of the Lord, of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you would give us spiritual wisdom and revelation in our growing knowledge of you as we continue to know you more as our creator, as our deliverer, as our shepherd, as our God of hope, that we would be strengthened and that the eyes of our hearts would continue to be enlightened so that we would know the hope of the calling that you have placed on each one of us as your children, the wealth of 
your glorious inheritance that you've promised us that we have by the Holy Spirit now and that we will have in eternity and the incomparable greatness of your power for us, Lord, as we believe. I pray, God, that you will help us to be strong and let our hearts be courageous as we put our hope and as we find new hope in you. Bless each one of my sisters and brothers as we go from here, I pray. In Jesus' name, Lord, we love you. Amen. Hey, it is such an honor to have you listening here. I really don't take it for granted, so thank you. Do I need to tell you that you can subscribe so that you'll know when the next podcast episode is available? I probably don't. But I will tell you that you can also go to my blog at sisterstudies.melissaends.com if you want to sign up for my emails so that you don't miss anything or if you want to check out any of my videos or previous studies or recordings. You can find everything I've shared in the last couple of years right there on the blog. The links to that site and any other resources will be in the episode notes. May God bless you as you seek to know him in the weeks ahead. Remember that he already knows you and he loves you more than you can imagine. I'll see you next time.